even though this show promotes alternative, it's not that it works in every situation or for everyone. So there's Mm -hmm. a matter of that trial and error, not giving up on yourself and finding something that does. And it's not always the first thing that presents to you. Yeah, exactly. So um, I will very quickly fast forward because I also want to give you you guys out there listening, maybe being in a similar situation, some hope. I Once I discovered brain retraining and nervous system regulation, I healed completely within four months. That's incredible. You know, that, that is incredible. I did not believe that. You know, I was like, I was all of a sudden like symptoms started to drop away and then they like disappear and I was like oh my goodness this is working. Hello and welcome to Beyond Diagnosis, a podcast to raise your awareness, decisions and voice for alternative practices so you can take back control of your health. I'm Rita Michelle, your host, a mindset and empowerment coach and the founder of the Onus platform. Join me each week so you can create the health of your dreams. I'm Rita DiMichel and welcome to another episode of Beyond Diagnosis. Once a month, we share a story from women who found the courage, resolve and personal power to back themselves to find alternative answers for their health concern, to be able to go from adversity to an inspiration. Many of us have experienced nervous tension and anxiety at some point in our lives, a sense of dread or like the world is spinning out of control around us. Today's guest knows that living hell all too well. Catherine Life Design is a nervous system coach and founder of Life Design. She went from being an entrepreneur to bedridden with complex trauma, anxiety, and an autoimmune disease to now inspired as all get out. Welcome, Catherine. Hello, Rita. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm having goosebumps just listening to your intro. That living hell was not that long ago. So I'm I'm happy to share a little bit about that because I am symptom-free and fully healed uh, from over 30 diagnoses and symptoms. So, oh my goodness, just thinking back, Wow. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that a little bit. Yeah, well, it's fantastic to have you on the show. And these stories are so important to be sharing so other people can learn from someone who has already walked the path, so to speak. So basically, Catherine, you have us all perched on the edge of our seat to hear your story. So maybe you can start with when and how did all this start for you? Yeah, good point. Um, well, the what I thought back then was that it started suddenly, but it, of course it didn't. Now looking back, I see some more signs that I wasn't aware of back then. But I think it was 2019 and it was a, um, a chance diagnosis really of Hashimoto, which, it, which is an autoimmune disease. For the thyroid, and, right? Yeah, thyroid disease. Thyroid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And... Um, I, you know, the doctor said, well, you have Hashimoto. And I'm like, no, I don't. You know, I, I feel fine. I live my life. All is good. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, those kind of things. And I thought he must be an idiot. You know, that's it's just not true. I don't feel anything, you know. 
Um, yeah, little did I know that the, the sleep problems that started five years prior, the mood swings, um, infertility problems, all those things, you know, I did not put them together. I did not think, oh, I might have a disease or anything like that. I, you know, I just did not know. So once I got diagnosed, I ignored it for a couple of more months and then I got pregnant with because it was a, a gynecologist that I went to and that diagnosed me because I was going there because it hadn't happened so far. So we added some hormones in and, you know, all of a sudden, bam, I was pregnant and um, had a, then a couple of weeks uh, early pregnancy stage, had a miscarriage. And um, yeah, basically, I think it was like week eight or nine or something like that. So early pregnancy. But going through that pregnancy, I, an early pregnancy, I've never felt so bad and so sick and so oh, oh, utter hell in my life. Like the pregnancy itself was just, just devastating. I was bedridden. Um, I was, um, I, I don't know. Now, if I look back, I would say that it triggered trauma in me as well, like to be bedridden wow. and to be um, like so nauseous and, and um, so fatigued and, and all those things that actually triggered old childhood trauma probably. Um, so that's my, my, you know, that's my explanation now. Of course, I didn't know that at that point, um, had total hormonal chaos after that. And that started to trigger more, uh, problems with thyroid, with my hormones, with, um, so many other things. So I was absolutely, I was reeling from, you know, coming out of this, um, hormonal fluctuation basically. And, um, then there was a phase where I had acute stress still reeling from the hormones then there was um like vaccinations as well and there was um you know was this still was this after your miscarriage that you were still feeling all of this hormonal and these symptoms right yeah that's right oh no actually then I recovered from that and a year later around the same time I was pregnant again another miscarriage another you know total hormonal chaos and then I think it was, yeah, and it was 2021. And then we had the COVID vaccination. I had acute stress and I had some family issues coming up and um, lack of sleep. And then my health collapsed completely. Um, it's known as a perfect storm in uh, yeah. chronic <laughs> chronic illness <laughs> because this is what I was heading for. You know, I was heading for chronic illness. It had gone yes. on for like a year or two. And um um after that perfect storm I was not the same anymore ever again like I I had anxiety I had my first panic attacks I was um I had I was chronically fatigued um I had uh, memory loss brain fog um oh god food intolerances OCD ADHD you know uh, pancreatic uh, insufficiencies, adrenal fatigue. Oh my goodness! I did. Were these all diagnosed medically? So they were all Some... diagnosed medically that you had all this. Yes, yes. Oh. Um, not all of them. Not uh, like a uh, chronic fatigue syndrome was just a. It was a late diagnosis, but I already knew. You know, something was wrong. I knew something was wrong with like with my extreme um, adrenal fatigue. So um, those are very late diagnoses. It kind of confirmed what I already knew. So not yeah. like everything was diagnosed, but uh, I would say most of it, yeah. Complex mm. trauma, for example, um, was later diagnosed in hospital a year later. 
Um, yeah, I also had chronic neck and back pain, sleep uh, problems, um, sudden blurred visions. My heart rate dropped to like 30, my pulse dropped to 35 one day. And I was like, wow. Can I die? Sure. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what was going on. Might have been a side effect from medication though. So it's all, you know, it all kind it's of all blurred. Yeah. yeah. It all like a ball of <laughs> symptoms and diagnosis. Um, mm, mm. was added to that. Um, not as sudden as I'm making it sound right now. It was more like, okay, so I'm extremely fatigued. So let's look what's going on there. And then, you know, went from there really. It just, it was almost like another week, another diagnosis. So um, yeah, that was a crazy time. And I barely got up. I, I, I barely, I didn't manage to get up anymore. I was kind of bedridden for like a month or two. Um, and then went to see a doctor and, um, she said, so she was supposed to be kind of alternative, a little bit more holistic, but still, you know, Western medicine doctor. And I think she was a gynecologist again. And she said, well, you know, we got to change your thyroid medication and um, here are new tablets or whatever um, that also contain T3, which is sort of, you know, more energy and is, is not is the active um, thyroid hormone take those and what you do with the old uh, tablets that only contain T4, which is the inactive thyroid hormone that your body then has to turn into the active one. She said, yeah, just leave that out. Don't take that anymore and slowly start taking the new pills. She almost killed me with that because wow. I was, if, if you, if you're on thyroid medication and then you suddenly stop. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's very and dangerous. I became so depressed I almost killed myself over this you know because I I was there was aggression there was um complete like like hopelessness there was oh my goodness it was just one of the darkest moments in my life I couldn't handle my emotions anymore my hormones were all over the place um yeah barely you know barely made it through that and almost ended my life because I didn't know how to live anymore I just felt so so deep in the trenches um yeah so luckily got through that somehow but um by then it had been two three years and it was um by then I, I thought you know I'm 40 40 39 40 41 I didn't think I was gonna survive this I thought mm. I was gonna die at 41 really and um Oh, that was, oh, it was just such a horrible time. And by then, you know, there was no more optimism in inside me. There was no more, oh, it's going to get better. If you've been looking for years and years and it just gets worse and you, you're doing all the things, you know, I changed my diet. I changed like medication. I, I tried to relax and do meditation. I go, oh goodness. I went to retreats. I, you know, I worked on my mindset. God knows I did so, so many things and mm. nothing was working. You know, supplements, um, filling up my nutrient deficiencies, um, vitamin D, you know, God, God knows <laughs> what's out there. I did it. Um, uh, reishi mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so everything, the whole gamut you've had. <laughs> everything and nothing worked. Absolutely nothing. I felt like I was getting worse by the minute. So yeah. Um, how did that continue after that? Let me think. So basically kind of made it through that barely. And then a, fr a friend of mine um, who was a neighbor at the time, she 
Um, she said basically, she's a doctor. She's mm. had cancer. She's been utterly let down by the medical community in so many ways. And she is a doctor. It's, it's hilarious. She told me about brain retraining for the first time. And I thought, brain retraining? What, you know, what the hell is that? And uh, basically, your limbic system um, determines your survival response in, in many ways. And um, you start retraining your amygdala, which is your sort of alert danger center. The amygdala constantly mm. scans, like, are we safe? Are we in danger? Are we safe? Are we in danger? The, and the then anxiety part. The anxiety part. And by that, I was, by that time, I was um, in deep depression as well. I was diagnosed with um, depression just because a couple of years of this really takes it out of you. So, yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, I have yeah. Here, I have here, Catherine, that when you were a child, do you think, like a lot of people, like you did a lot of the mind body connection there, you were saying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you did the breathing, you did the meditation and all that sort of thing. But as we know, the mind-body connection is very powerful, very strong. And you were saying before that you had a narcissistic and emotional um, abusive mother that didn't give you any freedom. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that and that, that, that caused a lot of, you know, ADHD and procrastination and perfectionism in you? Do you feel that maybe when you were lying in bed, you know, you've just had miscarriage, you're having all these hormonal fluctuations, you've got all these issues, do you feel that maybe some of that emotion, like you, you kind of feel constricted when you're in bed and you just can't get out? You're like you're confined there. Like it's almost like it's almost like a comfy prison in a way, isn't it? Because you just can't leave it. Do you feel that maybe some of that may have triggered those those symptoms in you you absolutely nailed it because that now in retrospect that is exactly what happened i was lying there bed bound and completely hopeless you know hormonal hormones raging depression starting and uh, and i had the feeling i can't get out of this you know there's no way of me leaving and in a way that was very similar to what I experienced when I was 13, 14. It was actually an emotionally um, um, and abusive and narcissistic stepdad that had oh, also. Was your stepdad, not your mother, sorry. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Brainwashed my mother. So she was uh, an enabler oh, okay. in the whole story. But yeah, absolutely. And I remember like later in therapy, I did uh, EMDR therapy later on. Um, later on, as in once I became chronically ill. So the past year, basically, the, the past year I did uh, EMDR therapy and we worked through some of these things. And exactly that, it it triggered a complete survival response within me um, because I could not, like, free myself from this. I was stuck in this, yeah, bedridden illness almost um, with nausea and uh, complete hopelessness and depression. So... That was very similar to what I experienced at 13. I couldn't leave. I mean, I, I moved out when I was 14, so I did leave in the end. But being That's a so really young age to leave. Yeah. It's like I did not want to leave my mother at 14. Of course I didn't. Luckily, I had grandparents I then moved in with. And oh, they you moved me. in with grandparents? and I moved in with my grandparents, yeah. yeah. But, you know, the damage of, of having to make the decision to leave your mother at 13 was a very serious um, traumatic experience. I remember that very well. So what I later learned, and this is how my healing began, is how we 
respond to pressure, to unfortunate events, to um, bullying, to <laughs> emotional abuse and uh, and trauma is all pretty much shaped and formed when we are a child. So our mm. amygdala, again, our limbic system, which is our survival center, mm. stores the way we respond to threat, basically. And um, the amygdala say, you know, I was already saying that it always scans, are we in danger, are we not? And if there is a yes, if the amygdala decides we are in danger, it then tells the nervous system to respond. And we only have, you know, I know we're so such sophisticated beings, but uh, we only have fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Those are our four nervous system states mm. um, that our body can revert to, to go to, to um, try and survive the threat. And as it turns out, for example, my chronic fatigue was nothing more than a complete freeze response depression is a is an extreme form of freeze pretty much we, we like if nothing works we might as well play dead and like and try not to do anything and maybe we'll survive that way it's such a you know we have cats and sometimes they catch little like uh little uh, salamanders or little little creatures and or even like a, a, they caught a mouse the other day and it just played dead as not to give the predators any you know anything more to chase and be excited about so it works perfectly but of course with us you know when we go into depression and become bedridden become chronically fatigued it's a survival response that we play out exactly um, and yeah. i guess that in you you were saying um well that you developed perfectionism you develop procrastination even in the business you yeah. you know um you as you said before you developed adhd you fear you had fear and doubt and you self-sabotage these are so many emotions that people are dealing with all the time i mean i even i've i've dealt with many of them people do and you don't realize that it's the it's your past experiences that are actually informing all of that so yeah if you can speak a little bit more to how how you got to do this brain training because yeah if because you actually started off being in hospital and if you can speak a little bit to that experience and then get to the brain training that would be fantastic because we've heard yeah. you know even though that this show promotes alternative it's not that it works in every situation or for everyone so there's mm -hmm. a matter of that trial and error, not giving up on yourself and finding yeah. something that does. And it's not always the first thing that presents to you. Yeah, exactly. So um, I will very quickly fast forward because I also want to give you, you guys out there listening, maybe being in a similar situation, some hope. I Once I discovered brain retraining and nervous system regulation, I healed completely within four months. That's incredible. You know, that, that is incredible. I did not believe that. You know, I was like, I was all of a sudden, like symptoms started to drop away and then they like disappear. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is working. But it's it was more of a side effect really of the brain retraining and, and nervous system regulation. Because what you were saying, Rita, earlier, I truly believe that this is actually a spectrum. And um, this is not, please don't take this as medical information or a diagnosis or anything like that. 
but this is a theory I've been I've been putting forward. Um, this chronic illness that I went through was really on a spectrum. It started with things like self-doubt. Again, this is a response in your limbic system. How do I respond to threat? I'll make myself small. So whoever you know rules my house does not um does not attack me. So it, it's a survival mechanism, self-doubt, overwhelm. Um, procrastination, perfectionism. These are all survival mechanisms. Mm. I'll use um perfectionism maybe as a as an example, or maybe procrastination is even better. Like if you are experiencing pressure, again, your limbic system sees that as a threat and goes into a tiny little freeze mode, like trying to push this this really uncomfortable feeling away. So procrastination is on the other side of depression on the free spectrum spectrum um, or having you know, lots of fears of failure is basically your limbic brain learned. Uh, oh, God, things all never work out for me. Um, you know, I'm going to fail. And, and that's why I have so much fear of failure. So it, it, it's almost like a logical consequence uh, of how your brain, uh, your limbic system, your limbic brain and your nervous system response. If you think about fight, flight, freeze, and fawn, fawn is uh, people pleasing, basically. Yes. It's also a survival mechanism. So, on the lower side of the spectrum, you have things like self doubt, procrastination, stress, tension, maybe a little bit of neck and back pain, sleep problems, migraines. And then we sort of evolve towards, you know, I mean, migraines, sleep problems are already you know, very yeah. uncomfortable. Exactly. Then you have like cycle problems, maybe for your your woman, food intolerances, irritability, aggression, a lot of shoulds. You, you're shoulding all over your all over yourself. Basically, I should do this, I should do that, but I don't feel able to do that. Fatigue, burnout, um, and then you go to shame as well, don't you? Because yeah. you haven't done the shoulds, which yeah. we should never say should to ourselves. Then yeah. we go into shame. Because I let myself down, I can't trust myself, you know, and it's exactly. just a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. So, and, and thank you for saying what you just said. You d don't trust yourself anymore. I let myself down. So it's a message to your, again, to your brain, to your limbic system, that we cannot trust this human running us. So your body takes over. Your mm. body is trying, your nervous system takes over and tries to keep you safe by shutting you down. By uh, you know creating panic attacks, IBS, leaky gut, um, anxiety, autoimmune disease, depression, um, yeah, chronic pain, chronic Epstein Barr virus, chronic long COVID. So mm. it's basically an attempt by your body to keep you safe. Um, or it's those are no longer survival mechanisms. So especially like long COVID, it's pretty much because your immune system is down. And here comes. I think one of the most important things I learned on this entire healing journey, when you are in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, when you are in a survival response, mm. your body shuts down everything non-essential. This is, this is so logic, you know? So if we prepare for a fight because a sable-toothed tiger is sitting behind the bush or whatever, our body shuts down digestion. Our yeah. body shuts down the immune system. Our body shuts down hormonal production for, for you know, for reproduction, basically, because we are not going to have a child now. We need to we need to survive the fight first. Exactly. Um, 
wound healing. It, it's, it shuts everything down to mobilize energy for fight, flight, or freeze or fall. And it leaves kind of wound healing and digestion and, you know, absorbing nutrients from your food and all that to later. So that's why you see why that is the perfect breeding ground for illnesses and diseases. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no protection. There's no protection anymore. Exactly. So you've been so busy yeah. trying to protect yourself from the outside world or your perceived um, um, threats, the, the perceived threats, that your body shuts down and it's not protecting you anymore. It's not protecting yeah. you from bacteria, viruses, and all the rest of it. So you're just an, you're an, a, a Petri dish, really, is what you, you are. Become. Yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and that's what to me, I mean, I had nutrient deficiencies. My thyroid wasn't working any longer. You know, I had a, a leaky gut and, and digestive issues. I had hormonal, you know, my, I mean, some hormones were non-existent pretty much when we measured them. Mm -hmm. And um, because the body was, oh, no, we're busy, f you know, freezing and fighting and flighting. <laughs> Don't yes. think that's the word, but anyway. <laughs> um, we're busy doing that. So that's how everything else got into such a bad state and that's how it happened that every week I had a new diagnosis that's why my um, my pancreas stopped working properly that's why my next my next diagnosis would have been insulin resistance and diabetes probably I was already on the path because that wasn't working anymore either mm. completely reversed that in the end so yeah it's, it's amazing how... how one symptom leads to another, leads to another and leads to another. And that brings me back to my point when you said that you were in hospital and you had, uh, there's a bit of an experience for you there to talk about. But it's what I found with, they are amazing in hospitals and what they mm -hmm. do and modern science is incredible, but it's all in isolation. Mm -hmm. So you would have been diagnosed as diabetic and given a medication you're being diagnosed as um hyperthyroid or Hashimoto's and you're given that medication and then you've got something else and then you've got high blood pressure you've got that you've got you end up on you know a suitcase of pharmaceuticals and what's happening is we're not just joining the dots we're not joining the dots that that one has led to this one that has led to this one so can you talk a little bit about your hospital experience there and how that was for you? That was spot on what you just said. I never in a million years would have thought that perfectionism, a chronic Epstein-Barr virus, um, anxiety, depression would have one root cause. I mm. never would have thought so. And none of the doctors think that either because they are trained, like a gynecologist knows, oh, well, you can't have children because this and, you know, the hormones are low. Um, whatever, um, uh, psychiatrists. They have their specialties. They have their specialties yeah. and they're amazing in their specialties. But because there's so much study and everything that goes into that, you can't expect them to be a special, especially when they're specialized. They're not a GP. They're, they're specialists. So when they're specialists, they specialize in that. And that's all they know. So that's where you can't join the dots that you can if you step out of that system. And I truly believe that is our job. I mean, I would love somebody, you know, I love it if it would be somebody else's job or a doctor say, hey, by the way, you have a dysregulated nervous system. I would love that, you know, but that's not what's happening. So in the end, 
I had to find that answer myself. And I actually have on my website, I have a nervous system test that helps you to connect the dots and shows is my nervous system dysregulated or not. So mm. um, it's a resource it's you amazing. can use if you want to look. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Can, you, can you just step us through just a few steps like this is what one of the reasons why we share these stories is to encourage people to um, understand that our life is really on us. So it is on us. It's up to us. We need to take charge and we need to take back ownership of our life. And then we go out and we seek the help. We seek the help, whether it's alternative on its own, whether it's medical on its own, or whether, you know, even better, a combination, you know, a combination of both. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about once you left, you left hospital, uh, everything was seen in isolation and you thought, well, this isn't going to work. So what did you, A, your mindset, and then what did you do to start finding what were your first steps how did you go about that's what a lot of the listeners i feel that's mm -hmm. that's where that, that's what stumps them it's like yeah okay i've left the, now what i don't know where to go i don't know who to go to i wouldn't know where to what even what to say or who to look for that mm -hmm. is what i'm hoping we all can learn from this show is the steps that people take what did you do? Who did you see? And how did it help? Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah, I would have loved somebody to surf that on a silver platter. So here it goes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it took 20 odd years for me and for my son, etc. It took 20 odd years. I would have loved it on a silver platter too. Yeah, exactly. So I think everyone's path is a little bit different. Sometimes, of course. Of course. But for me, it was truly that I took a nervous system test. I took the nervous system test and realized, yes, I have autoimmune disease. What is that called, a nervous system test? Has that got a name? It, yeah, it's, it's just nervous system test. It's it's like a quiz online. Where oh, they so ask it's a you, quiz online. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like no. a neurofeedback or biofeedback or anything like that. It's not, no medical test or anything. It's literally they ask me me the right questions so I filled in this quiz and I literally I realized shit yes I do I do yes I have uh, I have had a difficult childhood you don't even have to have a difficult childhood to have trauma I want to very strongly distinguish that I did not feel like I had trauma I was like that was such a long time ago I'm living a beautiful life dream partner dream island dream business you know beautiful life did mm. not feel like trauma so but they ask me all those questions, you know, do you have a little bit of sleep problems? Do you tend to, um, towards uh, perfectionism, things like that? And I was like, yes, I do. How, you know, what an odd question to ask. And the um, result of that test was, yeah, you are highly dysregulated. So mm -hmm. no surprise, <clears throat> no surprise that, the, you know, you're having all these symptoms. And I then took a brain retraining, uh, a brain retraining course that helped quite a bit, but I needed other elements as well because then I did um, a nervous system regulation course, um, vagus nerve training, um, and also adult main personality training. I know those are, might not be words that make any sense right now, but those things combined are what healed me 100%. I know that sounds so odd. It was literally online courses that have... Um, yeah, that have um, helped me to 
to change not just my the way my brain reacts to things and that enabled me to stay out of fight flight freeze and fawn longer and longer mm. this is it this is it once i managed to stay out of fight flight my body started to heal and work again like things started to work again all of a sudden um nervous system regulation there was there's some body uh, there's some body work and also some mind work with your limbic brain um this yes. combination was absolutely amazing this is what healed me basically that's amazing that's incredible and that actually gives a lot of hope to a lot of people that do have nervous system regulation which a lot of people would be thinking what is that but as you've explained it's ADHD in some cases it's anxiety it's trauma it's you know uh health symptoms it's skin rashes it's all of those sorts of things because a lot of nervous system um issues actually can express themselves through the skin you know so people will isolate that and they'll go oh i'll just go to a dermatologist or i'll just go to a sleep center or i'll just but what you're saying is and what has been proven is that a lot of this does generate in the brain and our nervous system is so important to everything else so yeah. to have this retraining to calm everything down it, it seems logical that symptoms will fall away yeah and it's not like oh i do this meditation or i do this exercise or whatever and then this symptoms is going away it's more like I shift myself out of fight flight into rest and digest, which, you know, the name already says it already you says it. rest and digest. Mm. And what your body does is it just starts to work. It starts to do its job. It starts to build up the immune system. It starts to absorb vitamin C from your food, whatever, you know, that's how, that's how it works. So it's not a like direct correlation, but spending time in rest and digest, which is our should be our usual state um, or our normal state, that's what healed me. And um, a lot of the time, I mean, I leave my autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's. I mean, my antibodies you measure. So you diagnose um, Hashimoto's with, with uh, measuring if you have antibodies. Yes. My antibodies just went, they, they completely disappeared. Like I do know, I no longer have an autoimmune process going on in my body. And um, I'm now starting to build up my thyroid again. And uh, a friend of mine, she actually had her thyroid grow again. So usually Hashimoto's, the thyroid gets smaller and smaller. I mean, there's mm -hmm. also a condition where it's enlarged, but this one, it got smaller and smaller, producing less and less hormones, uh, having like a lot of scar tissue and things like that. But she actually increased the volume of her thyroid again and has a completely normal functioning thyroid again, does not have to take medication anymore. That process took two years and I can report back in two years because mm. I'm going the same path um, to actually regenerate That's this incredible. organ that the medical world says, if once you have Hashimoto's, that's it. Here's a tablet that you have to take until the end of your life. Um, nothing can be done about this. That's the, the medical opinion. I mean, it's insane. Mm. I know people who have changed this, you know, and uh, yeah, incredible anyway. Well, that's what we need. We need more case studies. We need more case studies that people have actually done it. And it's not hocus pocus. It's not, you know, some miracle that happens to one or two people. It's 
it's the same thing. You give your body what it needs or you allow it to heal and it will. Yeah. Your body's so, so intelligent. Yeah. And I never think it's an either or. I I love Western medicine. I love Absolutely. You know, traditional Chinese medicine. You know, it's mm. I love um, psychosomatic approaches like nervous system regulation, brain retraining. It, it's always an and. It's never an either or. Because when yeah. my immune system was down, you know, I supplemented a lot of things. And uh, rather than not giving my body enough vitamin D or uh, enough, you know, um, thyroid hormones, of course I supplemented those things. And they kept my body running and functioning. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't breaking on it somewhere else and like creating more symptoms. So, you know, you can combine these approaches. And I think that is the most successful thing to do really, because there's, there's so much wisdom in all of these approaches and you just have to combine and see what, what your body needs really. Well, that's it. It's been able to give yourself choices. And that's the, that's the hope of this podcast is that people understand who else is out there what other approaches are available and you can seek them out and if you stay with the, the medical which you know is a great thing to do is to actually combine like you say it's not either or it's an and approach because you can get so much information from the testing but if you don't want to stay on pharmaceutical or you've been given a limited prognosis well then it's actually up to you to do something about it and through information you can make informed choices and go and help yourself yeah yeah and it, if you're not solving the root problem the root which cause in yeah many, the root cause which in many cases is a dysregulated nervous system especially for anxiety panic attack depression um adhd these kind of things um you know if you're not solving the root cause you're not going to heal um, you can take pharmaceuticals and whatnot, but it's it's not solving the root cause. So, um, what I always say is, yes, you can you can have I don't know cancer treatment, for example, but having a regulated nervous system is always part of that healing journey too. So you can yeah you can heal things with traditional methods, but you can't really heal without addressing a dysregulated nervous system on top of everything else. So I healed just by regulating my nervous system. You know, mm -hmm. that that was that was the one thing I needed to do. Um I literally I believe very strongly that you do need a regulated nervous system to heal full stop. I, whatever measures yeah. you take. I absolutely agree with you because when you think about it, you think one person will go through chemo with cancer another person will go through chemo with cancer and why does one survive so well and the other doesn't if they have exactly the same cancer and it's usually even doctors will tell you it's usually someone who's quite calm and positive and has a great outlook on life so their nervous system is calm as opposed to someone else who is panicked scared fearful um totally like you say totally dysregulated well, your body's just always going to be stressed. It's always going to be stressed. It doesn't have that calmness to be able to start healing. So there's absolutely. that as well. So, yeah, then I, I absolutely agree with you. The nervous system plays such an important role. Huge. 
I never knew. I had no idea. And that's exactly the steps I take my clients through as well. Like we start to create capacity at first. That is a little bit of body work, you know, where you physically create the capacity to deal with threat, stress, worry, all those things. You create capacity to, sorry, something just dropped. (laughs) You create capacity to return to rest and digest at your Mm. own will. I was not able to do that. Like I was upset. I was, I was scared. I was, you know, I did not know how to return to rest and digest with, you know, intention when Mm. I needed. So that's the first thing we do. And then we start the process of brain retraining and that we basically retrain the limbic system, how it responds to things. We tell it, okay, in the past, you've responded this way because you saw this as a threat And first of all, we look into maybe it is not a threat because if some, I don't know, when our mother shouted at us at eight, when we were eight, that was a threat because, you know, we depend on her care and love for survival. But if we're like 40, 50, 60, somebody else shouts at us and says, oh, you, you green eyed monster, you know, we have to tell our limbic brain, A, we know we're not a green-eyed mm. monster. B, it's not a threat. Who's this person to us? We are adults. We we know, you know, it's not a threat to us. But none, of, like hardly anybody reparents their nervous system. So we I basically, we start, yeah, I love we start that. the process of reparenting yeah. it. It is yeah. reparent. I love that. I haven't heard that before. That is yeah. such a good way to put it. And it's true because our nervous systems usually run from what we've learned from zero to seven, how we've interpreted the world. Exactly. I love that, reparenting our nervous system. That is such a good one. I mean, it's a great example. Do you think Donald Trump had an adult nervous system? <laughs> Definitely not. You know, If he was provoked, he would just respond, you know, <laughs> and usually we'd fight. Well, that's but, where uh... mindfulness comes in, doesn't it? Where I mean, mindfulness helps us to regulate because if we can learn to respond and not react to situations, then we always stay with the power with us. It's once we give our personal power away, then we become, you know, prone to, we become an open slather really to whatever someone else is throwing at us and we just feel totally assaulted. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, Catherine, it's been amazing. Yeah. It's been amazing to have you on the show and to have you share your story. It's been it's an amazing one and such an informative one around the nervous system and what you went through and how you've come out so vibrant at the other side and now helping people is incredible. And we are well, I'm so grateful to have you share your your personal story here on the on the podcast. And please let people know um, about your program. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, basically, I packed everything that helped me heal into a program because I, I realized there is demand for this. I mean, I was looking, you know, I was searching for years. So yes. like I'm yeah. saying, we go from, from creating capacity in your nervous system on a physical level and on a mental level, emotional level. And then we go into this, we brain retraining, telling our limbic system to respond differently. So we don't respond to threats in the first place because food intolerance is such a great example. You know, 
um, gluten or, I mean, maybe gluten is a bit of a different story, but responding to like eating corn, for example, corn is not dangerous, you know, but mm. our body interprets it as dangerous. We tell our system what is danger and what isn't. And we tell our system, our limbic system, how to respond to that. So quite often we're not even triggered in the first place anymore. So we spend even more time in rest and digest. And then we go into adult main personality, like strengthening our adult main personality to run the show. Because one thing we need to start doing again is our limbic brain needs to understand it can trust us to take care of us, that, that, that we take care of ourselves. We're adults and we take care of ourselves. So it doesn't have to send the nervous system in as like a fire brigade to cause symptoms to tell us something is wrong. I know that sounds yeah. so weird. But it felt so good to start trusting myself again, to stand up for myself, to back myself with so much compassion and, you know, without any unconditionally, basically. And um, yeah, so we do a lot of um, adult main personality training as well and, and basically anchor all that stuff into our personality. I was a different person a year ago when I came out of hospital than I am now. I mm. can handle anything give me a challenge and I live a normal life and that's so important you know I I'm no longer I no longer identify as an ill person as that's a chronic yeah beautiful, beautiful. I'm, I'm a changed person yeah and that is... um, that's what we do in in energy flow which is um, the name of my program but it all starts with taking the nervous system test uh, which you can go to on my website um we'll probably link it in the show notes but i'll just all, just all your details will definitely be in the show notes so anybody wanting to take that test or take this conversation further with you will be able to contact you with uh, all your details in the show notes fantastic <laughs> Catherine. it has been such a pleasure and i'm so happy to hear where you are now in life from where you were and it's an inspiration to many thank you thank so you. much thank you I would love to know what was the biggest insight or aha moment you got from this interview so you can now speak up, take action and make informed decisions for your health. And if you like this episode, get instant access to your free ebook, Alternative Wisdom, Taking Back Control of Your Health at life-onus.com dot com